life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon. <laughs> I've, had, I've had people come in and be like, uh, oh yeah, I don't really go on the road. Like, well, then why the fuck did you come on my podcast? I'm recording. Oh, you are recording? Oh, yeah. This Alrighty. is how we do it. We oh, just, whoa. I love, when they, I love when you just jump right into oh, it. Yeah. I love that. It's like, we've been talking for 10 minutes and we had no idea. <laughs> did you get that like, sweet? All right, everybody. We're listening to W4. <laughs> well, I've, I've also found that when I do this show and, and like we hang out in the living room for a little bit and eat bagels and stuff like that and be like, oh, man, this one time I, I can't wait to tell this story. And then he tells the story and then they don't tell it on the show. <laughs> because I feel like they already told it. <laughs> I'll be doing a lot of that bagel eating with no stories. <laughs> you guys know, there's been surveillance going on the whole time for the last 25 minutes, so I got everything you said. So there's a there's it. a sweet seance riff. I don't know if it got captured <laughs> before the podcast, but anyway, there's a lot of candles that Murray's lighting right now. I just just to make this is my. Thanks for tuning in to the Road Stories Podcast, everybody. Yeah. Uh, we are back at the Valeriano Podcast Studios, back where it all began. Uh, all Things Comedy Studios uh, filming something this week. I think uh, Bill's doing something over there. God, and, he's uh, just getting an asshole. <laughs> so we couldn't Bill. get uh, we could get the studio this week. So we're doing it back from my uh, my house. And really quick, I, I know this. We're recording this on Friday, and I got hacked on Twitter, so uh, I think I fixed it just now. So I apologize for all the sunglasses ads that went out on Friday. But thank you, uh, everybody, for replying more to that tweet than anything I ever fucking tweeted. <laughs> more like people want sunglasses, man. I guess so. I need a new pair. I guess so. I got a couple announcements, but real quick, let's uh, introduce uh, uh, Jeremiah Watkins and uh, Yay! Josh Adam Myers are joining us today. Hello. There you go. Oh, and there's a high five. Oh, the sound. That's sweet. Oh, yeah. I got the sound. I can see the sweet. blip there. Um, first of all, I apologize for no show last week. My kid got sick. Josh got sick. I got strep. scheduled to be on. Yeah, I got strep. I'm sorry. I, you know, I actually I lied. I never got. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I did get strep throat, and that's really funny that your child. But it's going around right now. Yeah, so, it's really bad right so, now. Uh, you'll be getting it. Josh texted me. He had strep, and I'm like, "Dude, we committed to this yeah, podcast. We got to do it." I, and I and then I I completely <laughs> disregarded what you said, and I was like, um, "Let me go to Murray first because I knew you had a kid, and right. I actually care about other people's help." <laughs> you were like, <laughs> "I don't care." It's like it's in the calendar. I moved a YoPlay commercial. <laughs> Audition to be there. <laughs> they tagged with audition. <laughs> You'll play commercial. Audition it was to audition. be there. <laughs> I wanted to be because that makes it even funnier. If you booked it, people have been like, "Oh, oh well, yeah, then you well, have of course, to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you remember uh, the line? <laughs> yeah, Ooh, so yogurty. <laughs> 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 you didn't book him. No, I, I didn't. I didn't even get a call back. I didn't on believe that, that at all. <laughs> no. uh, also, I want to uh, reach out and say thanks to everybody who uh, uh, got behind my wife uh, for her Oscar nomination. You guys what? were uh, amazing. Yes, uh, my wife is nominated for. Uh, she did the costumes for La La Land. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. 
And so it all makes sense. This is a very nice house. This <laughs> isn't a this is this uh, isn't a Clio Award house. This is an Academy <laughs> Award house, people. This is beautiful. Good Academy game. Award nominated. That's house, so cool. Man. This is not a Webby house. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, so thank you guys so much, everybody who's tweeting it. out yeah. at it. No, it was great. It was quality. Uh, and thank you all for the kind words when she didn't win. Okay, moving on. All right, so here we are. We're back. We're back. I think I'm my phone is still fucking blowing can up. I, from can I ask one question, Murray? Twitter, yeah. Did your wife make it to the stage when they had fake announced uh, the the La La Land is best picture? Yes, she and did. Yes, oh. and I can. I, I'm not. I don't. Because you haven't talked. Can you do mine? If we, I, well, I'll ask you this later. No, know. that's right. I did talk all about it on Comedy Film Nerds last week, so you can go back and listen to Comedy Film Nerds. But she did make it up. <laughs> Like right, oh. right as she they announced, and then she's like, Pew! she got like out, off. she's oh like bolted Lord. off the stage. Wow. You can see her; and she's got a bright red dress on. So I will be listening to that episode. It's a way, good episode. Thank, oh, and thanks to uh, everybody who's commented on that episode. Also, um, I was thinking about this earlier today. Like, uh, Jer- we've never officially met Jeremiah. Yeah, this, uh, is, a, this is our first uh, meeting. And you I'm welcomed me with open arms in your house and fed me bagels and lit a candle, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> and, and you ate that bagel. <laughs> and I ate it real quick. I didn't want to like, spill crumbs. You ate that like you were at like you were at like a. <laughs> he ate that like he was at like a post funeral like <laughs> you know little get together yeah. with some nosh. Like you ate it quietly. I'm like I don't want I don't want to cause more damage for the family. <laughs> Not one crumb drop. I don't even know if we're supposed to be eating at all. But I'm glad you could make it, man. And I, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, thanks for having um, me. Coming on. And you guys are like part of two of the hottest cl- shows in town right now, I would say, right? I'm Maybe part three. of one. I'm part of one. He's on every other one. You're, yeah. He's on mine. Uh, he's, you, you just, please just <laughs> describe the 35 shows that you have a hand in, dude. I'm just in one. I, well, no, two. Hey, we have two. We yeah, have, we have two I together. Think that's what he's that's talking true. about. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's okay. I forgot. I didn't. Don't downplay yourself. You're talking right? about the 88 show? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, uh, we do, uh, the comedy jam or the, the GDCJ. Go- oh, he can't say it. The goddamn comedy jam. You can't say it? No, I say it. He All says right. it. I no, don't know if you're it's, religious. it's just the Procter and Gamble people um we have uh, the goddamn comedy jam and then a uh, very exciting show uh that we've been doing for about two years with avery pearson uh called the midnight snack which is um myself uh jeremiah and avery and it, it's uh, there's really no explanation for it right. it's just this fun wild show that we started doing at like midnights at the hollywood improv and like we, we were literally like pulling the 10 o'clock audience. Uh, we'd, oh, really? we'd like, I'd cuss at them to get them to stay and scare them. And most of them would leave. Management loved it. Management <laughs> loved it. Uh, we got banned a few times. Oh, really? Um, well, yeah, not we, banned. We just got, I wouldn't call it banned. It's more like you're suspended. We, we did get a couple of suspensions. Temp- temporary ban? Well, yeah. what we, cause what we do what is like the show would start, like the 10 o'clock show would be going on. Yeah. The show would be coming to an end. The host would go up and give a, a horrible like exit, you know, right. and, and slash intro to our show. And he'd be like, all right, guys, you can leave if you want to. All right, guys, bring it up to the stage. You know, Avery Pearson and Jeremiah Watkins. And, like, most of the time people would exit us. And this night it was Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman are doing their podcast. Right, sure. Which it's packed to the gills. Absolutely. Like, it's their biggest moneymaker at the Improv. 100%. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, and so when they say the show's over because there's no host explaining that we're up next, 
Jeremiah and I just like look at each other and go, let's do it. And we just start <laughs> booking like in slow motion as they're putting their mics down. They're just like, thank you. Good night. And I'm like, welcome Whoa. to the midnight snack. And I, like, I, yeah, like Jeremiah like jumped over like the table, like slid on it, like grabbed the mic. It was like out of like a 70s like crime movie. Sure. And then I grabbed it and we kept the whole audience. Really? And they had such a great time. It was one of our best shows. I mean, would you agree? It was very good. Awesome. But um, also, they didn't get to do their meet and greet and stuff afterwards as as big and yeah, effective and as possible. Of money so, uh, oh, yeah. Shit. So we kind of <laughs> cut into that. And then also, we were like hovering around the sound guy, and the sound guy thought we were, we. He, I think we were pissing him off too. Uh -huh. like, wow, when, do you know when they're going to end? We kept asking. And questions. we made him miss some cues, I guess. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it was a mess. It was a mess. <laughs> and so then Rita at the improv was like, like that's it she's like you know you guys need to take a break and you can't do it on the nights of kevin smith um and and then that happened with a few other hosts okay uh, who started uh going through the rolodex yeah because well, i i would just get up there and i would like i would you know people want to leave and my whole my whole cause here's the deal i came from a background of strip club dj years ago okay and what you used to do is when guy weren't buying guys weren't buying dances you'd like you'd you kind of, I, I would cuss at them. Okay. And I, I would call them names and stuff. And, you know, you kind of try to man them up to do it. And so that was the way I handled the switch over. Right, I would right. Be like, I would be like, you know, like if you're leaving, I hope you get like gonorrhea or something <laughs> like that. And then it would get a laugh. And, and but, but some people uh, <laughs> didn't like it too Most. much because they've already spent like $150 on drinks and food yeah. and tickets and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I was not, you know, but then. The improv gave us uh, they because they started seeing we we did like uh, Big J's show on CISO together. Sure. We had a great time with that. Um, we you know we we, we something we really want to like develop, and we see, and people have been telling us we should be doing it, taking it more seriously. And then the improv was just like, all right, we're getting rid of your midnight show. We're giving you your own ten o'clock, and we've been building it slowly. Okay. And, and it's great. It's been super fun. Um, so what? Yeah, what the sh show is basically is comics. They they do a set. Uh, of either new material or whatever material that they want, and then they basically improvise a song with us all together on stage. I play sax. Avery Pearson is on the keys, and Josh Edmire is our front man. But, right it, but that's the thing is that it's there's really it, it's it could be like a podcast, like sure. in the sense, but it's just this weird late night hang. It's a late night hang, but just like it could go, it could be crowd work, it could be whatever, and Riff it's like fest. yeah, it's it's just it's just really out there, and and you know the people that have been coming have really enjoying it, and they're coming back. Awesome, and, you know, because like something like. With roast battle or stand up on the spot for Jeremiah, those shows and the comic, the goddamn comedy jam, just kind of run themselves. Like yeah. we put out lineups and then they're they're gone. The tickets are gone. Right. So this is something that we're like, like, oh, this is far cheaper to take on the road <laughs> and just so much fun, you know that. And it's just like we have this this. The improv's always been good to myself and to Jeremiah and to most comics. Yeah, they're you know, great, man. They're such great. a great yeah. club. If you get in with Rita and you get in, I got in. That was like the first club I ever did anything at. So. They've just been they've been lovely. So. No, man, I, I I got started at a club out here. And when I went to record my last album, I called that club and they're like, well, let me see what we got. And I was like, well, just book me to headline and I'll record it. Like, yeah, there's yeah. no way. Like, eh, well, and so then I called the improv. They're like, you can have this date, this date, this date or this date. Uh, oh, let best. us know. That's and then awesome. they promoted the hell out of they're it. They're the best. They're That's, great. Like the comedy store is great. The, the Laugh Factory is great, you know. Flappers, haha. I mean, there's there's just not that enough. And so when you find that one club that just like, you know, just like is family. Yeah, yeah. They're like, awesome. Just, I love them to death. And, you know. Now, have you taken the goddamn comedy jam on the road? Yeah, we've, that's oh, how really? it all started. Okay. <clears throat> um, 
I only knew it from out here. I didn't know you well, guys took it. Well, it was, you know, it's funny because Josh is getting a lot of comments right now. He's been posting about the show coming out on Comedy Central, and people are like, wait, I thought this was like a road show or something. And they're like, no, no, no. It was. It became a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the TV show is like, this is something that everybody else wanted to make it a TV show, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until it was already shot that I was like, holy shit, we have a TV show. You okay. I mean, I... Yeah. It was like I had other people, comics, that were like, you need to turn this into a TV show. And I was just like, because I, I think the whole thing is, is and, and I've said this many, many times, is that I when I started it, I never intended it to be anything other than a night of fun for me and my friends. Sure. And, and to get some work with some of the comics I look up to right. that are now my friends, yeah. and, which is incredible. So, real, real quick, tell the listeners what the show is. The 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 live show is... This could, that could be the most hosty thing I've ever said. In my yeah, life. Yeah. No, 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 which you should, because we dived into the Midnight Snack. And, yeah. no, no. Um, and at the and because I want you guys to listen to watch it too and come to the show. Absolutely. Uh, there's there's the goddamn comedy jam and then the comedy jam. The the goddamn comedy jam is basically every comic, four comics do eight minutes of stand up. Then they tell a story about why they chose the song they're about to sing, and then they sing it with a live band. Right. And that was what we started uh, here in Los Angeles. It's now at the Roxy on Sunset Boulevard, and we tour the country with it and do festivals, and it's terrific. Oh, of course you do festivals. TV, I knew that. The TV version is called the Comedy Jam. Um, and we cut the stand up so we could open it up to comedic actors mm-hmm. and, and and more comics that or just whatever. So it's literally just they tell a story about why they chose the song they're about to sing and then they sing it. And it's just like I said, it was like just this idea that I had for years and I I tried it and I was like, OK, well, let me you know, let me let me wait on it because, you know, it's like starting yeah. a show in Los Angeles is so scary because there's Apparently so not, many- not for Jeremiah. He'll start to no, drop no, no, a hat. But no, but you, but stand up on the spot. I mean, you move that like. I mean, well, di- yeah, I've been doing that show. This fall would be seven years of me doing that show. So it's just like in the last couple of years started to to gain a little bit of momentum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it takes it takes a while. Like like th- like if you think about it, like like the jam and and roast battle are, are kind of enigmas because like within the last few years they really blew up, and that's pretty unheard of as far mm-hmm. as like LA shows go but they're both super unique so it makes sense and I, I think with 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 uh with the comedy jam it was the key to it was the waiting and the key to it was was Bill was Bill Burr like yeah. Bill is you know like I I always say this to him I, I thank him all the time for doing the first two and just telling everybody right but that was the key was that I sat on the idea until I had talked to him and mm-hmm. he wa- he wanted to start playing music together that's how we had met um was playing music at this other show years ago mm-hmm. like 2009 and uh and so he approached me about jamming and i go well i got the show idea and then he goes dude that sounds great he goes i'm in in july find a date and that was when i then found a venue okay and that was when i then built the show and then from him doing it he just told everybody and every big comic that you'd want you know someone on his caliber because mm-hmm. it's like this once he does it Everybody else wants to do it. Right. So, well, Bill Burr can dress up like John Bonham and play drums, and I can do it too. Yeah. It takes it doesn't it takes away the the uncool factor because one of the coolest comics out there just did it. Right. Absolutely. And uh, and we've been blessed, man. Where we did the first show in July 2014, and we've been sold out ever since. I was gonna say because I've we talked in passing, and I'm like, hey, I want to come check out the show. And every once in a while, I would just send you a Facebook message, hey, I want to come down. You're like, sold out sold out <laughs> well you know what's, what's funny is that the old theater we used to do it at was very strict mm-hmm. on their comps 
Um, but for like, you know, because they would like, I don't want to, I'm not going to say anything about them. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. The new theater, if you yeah. ever want to come, please, on me. I would love for you to come. Oh, oh thanks. I appreciate please. that. And plus you tap into, I, you know, the theory that every comic wants to be a rock star. I, I, I think that, well, that was like the original like tagline. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just not just rock star, but I think it's most comics just want to do something different. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's this is something that I, I, I think that like, especially the the live show mm-hmm. is is like it's just so fun. I mean, that's the one thing that I, I'm having every time I do it. It's like one of the best nights of my life. Right. So the fact that it's that I see other people enjoying it just as much because mm-hmm. I know if I'm having a good time. Because how many shows have you done where you're just like, oh my god, it's like just hurry up, host, yeah, yeah, get yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Nobody cares. The show could be two hours long. It could be three hours long. Nobody cares. They're just there, and it's just terrific. So I was thinking about that last night, like coming back from the improv. Like, no matter what, there's nothing better than doing a live show, in my opinion. You know, because sure. I'm thinking I'm, yeah. I'm doing it at midnight in a couple of weeks, and just doing TV spots aren't nearly as fun as being up in front of a live audience. And then you throw in a band behind you and, and it's, it's yeah, what a blast. The TV show though was like, we taped a special in uh, June mm-hmm. and the TV show, the first, the special was, was fun and everybody had a great time. But the way, like I am, I am so excited for people to see this series. Sure, the absolutely. series is the taping felt like one of my shows, you know, um, they 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 cut they reduced my role uh on screen mm-hmm. uh but and jeremiah and johnny scordis's role but what they got what they made up for is what we were doing like at the actual live show oh, awesome. and, it, and it felt like an event that people actually paid for instead of like this produced sure thing that comedy central put together and everybody i mean it was i had people from the first night because i said you know we had a we had a Friday and a Saturday taping, and then we had a we had a Wednesday and Thursday, and like Comedy Central or the One Iota was like nervous about making sure it was sold out. Uh, one Iota, the audience. Gr- so, uh, so on Saturday, like <laughs> on Saturday, I I said to him, I said to the audience, I was like, if you guys are having a good time, find me on Facebook and send me a message if you want free tickets to Wednesday and Thursday. And I got like 180 oh, awesome. people each night. Yeah, yeah. So my, my comp list for that was just, it's through the roof. Awesome. Well, I'm saying you, you capture that live feel that we all love so much. It's that's what, that's what a huge accomplishment, in my opinion. Uh, now, you got started in the strip, strip clubs, right? I mean, I well, didn't start that, 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 that kept me out in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was... It was like, you know, you you move out here and you try to wait tables and, and I'm not a good server right. at all. Right. <laughs> like, I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I kept getting fired and uh, there, I started doing stand up out here. And then there was a comic that knew I was looking for work. Uh-huh. I worked for like the Spearmint Rhino. And he goes, dude, he goes, you should be a strip club DJ. <laughs> and I was like, really? And he goes, you'll get hired on the first day. And I did. I, I literally. Went oh, really? To like wow. Three strip clubs and two of them hired me and I picked the best one. And. And I mean, it's 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 a job that like I hated more than life itself. Sure. But I made money and I made enough to stay out here. It Hold got it. me to here, so that's great. All right, what's your background, Jeremiah? Being that this is our first official hang. Yeah, uh, I worked uh, whenever I first moved out of here. I worked at Starbucks for two and a half years. Yeah, you did. Yeah. No wonder you didn't want anything from Starbucks this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm very. <laughs> I texted Murray whenever he asked us what we wanted. Josh was like, "Large ice coffee." I'm like, "Large ice water, mm. <laughs> or maybe a smoothie. Ooh, who knows? Circular ice? Can you do circular ice? <laughs> yeah." So I worked there for uh, two and a half years while I was like open micing, taking improv classes. At Second City and doing and doing like groundlings and stuff like that. And 
uh, I booked a a national commercial that uh, allowed me to quit Starbucks. It paid my bills for one year straight, nice. and that gave me enough of a start where I could start like booking other stuff, mm-hmm. and it allowed me to start pursuing comedy full time. So. Uh, yeah, that was in 2000, beginning of 2012 was whenever I started doing comedy full-time out here. And, That's all. Yeah. That was the Volt commercial? Yeah, man. Dude, that commercial money's stupid, it's, man. It's, man, and I haven't booked one since. That's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I have not booked a national commercial since then. They you are like, a Volt. You're like, come on, man, you got, you got, you got yeah, the 2017s out, baby. Hey, come on. Have you booked a regional commercial, though? Uh, I booked, like, internet spots and stuff like okay. that since then, but... Those national commercials, like people were telling me whenever I got it, because it, whenever I got it, I had only been out here for a couple years, and people, like so many comedians, were like, "Dude, you have no idea how lucky you are. Like how 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 early you, how soon, how little you've been out here, and you've already booked a national commercial. That's crazy. That doesn't right, happen." I'm right. like, "Yeah, sure. I'm about to stop booking these all the time." <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, is it Burger King tomorrow at noon? I'll be there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I haven't booked one of those in like over five years. No, uh, the first commercial I booked was a uh, national. Yeah, and the money rolled in, and then I booked a local, a Jack in the Box regional, mm-hmm. and the money was like, oh, it's <laughs> so much compared to it's crazy. Than, yeah, I, I do. Like, I, I'm and done. it aired all the time. Yeah. I was like, I'm waiting for that first quarterly check. I've I'm, done a lot of voiceover commercials, oh, yeah. and yeah, it's like this is the buyout, and yeah. you're just like, okay, well. <laughs> I did a, a coffee bean commercial that that played on Hulu, and people kept texting me. They're like, "You won't get off my Hulu." They play it every like, <laughs> really, yeah, yeah, a couple years back. Oh, dude, like so many people. I feel like more people almost saw the Hulu one than right. some people saw. The Volt one. Oh, I saw the Volt one many, a lot. many times. Yeah, you're poking out of like a fast food restaurant. Window. Yeah, but that's why it was a bad ad because everybody's like, "Nice Carl's Jr. commercial." I was like, "It was a car commercial." And I was like, <laughs> "They're not selling many of these." After Wait, that. didn't didn't uh, Jeremiah didn't didn't the Volt like then oh. like like explode or something? Okay, or? so so this like, this, this is this is my luck with this. Right after I book it, it airs uh, like on the World Series. I'm like. It's happening. I'm out here from Kansas. Oh, everything's happening. Like every like the dreams are starting to come true. A month later, like right before around Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. the <laughs> the batteries start exploding in all the volts. Oh jeez. So they put out this article, the volt is not safe to drive. I was like, and they they pulled the commercial. I was like, <laughs> No! I've only made a thousand dollars off this. Oh man. So I was freaking out, and then they a whole month or two went by a month month and a half and uh they finally picked it back up in the new year and that's whenever i started making the good money but i was right. like they they might pull this forever and we shot three spots and two out of the three ended up airing but oh, man. uh it was crazy i was like <laughs> i was like i like because i was like maybe i won't be able to quit starbucks <laughs> so i didn't quit until it started airing again and then i was like I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I'm gonna take this leap. I feel like I'm. I'm I really gotta apologize to you guys. I really feel like I'm distracted with my Twitter getting hacked here, and I I, I apologize if you feel like I'm not. It's in fine, the dude. Don't worry. Me. People are fi- like, who retweets a hacked tweet? Somebody just retweeted. My probably another. Probably, probably another hacker. Another hacker. Right. He's finally serious. getting on the sunglasses. It's probably wave. yeah. If you think about it, it's probably another bot. Right, You're, you sent oh, out a yeah. bot, and it's another bot that's oh, taking okay. that, and they're trying to show that you did that. Inception right, that of bots. Um, God dang! One, two, three, four, five, Bolt. six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Look at all these! Wow, 
That's I, that's a great deal, though. By the way, I'm letting everybody know. Go to Murray's <laughs> Facebook, and I'm gonna look at all that. Look, I there's literally f- hundreds. Oh wow, you really got hacked. Well, I was, I've always bragged I've never been hacked. So when I got, I guess I got fucked. So I guess I got to go and delete all these later, right? I mean, I don't know what I mean, to do. I'd, 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 I'd Google, like, what to do when you're hacked. All right. Well, I changed my path. <laughs> yeah, type in what to do when you're hacked, and there's going to be a lot of results that come up that will fit this Twitter <laughs> And then you'll, click on, then you'll click on the one that they get hacked what? again. What? getting hacked. I keep going to Google, <laughs> okay. asking what to do when you're hacked. They tell me I get hacked again. Directs me to a YouTube tutorial. Josh Adam is going, listen, you got to go to Google. Type uh, in. You came to the wrong place. <laughs> Dude, I'm surprised. I've never been hacked. I, I, this is the first time, but and it's a massive hack. So, uh, listeners, I apologize. It's a for massive, <laughs> dude. Airplanes are going down oh. over in Michigan. No, I, uh, I I figured out how to not get hacked uh, from Facebook because you know you get those like like when anytime a super hot chick tries to add me as a friend, I'm like, well, you're not real, right? Right. You know absolutely. What I mean? And which maybe I've turned down a few actual real fan hotties. So if you're out there, ladies, and you're listening, and I'm sorry. But you got to post more than uh, five times on one day. You have to have more than one mutual friend. Yeah, and right. have only three photos from a distance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I always feel like they they go into your feed and they can because well, here's the deal. I don't. I, I found out some things just about like advertising uh-huh. recently, and it's just like it's very. It's everything's like like straight. Like if you looked at something like six months ago, there's an ad that's going to keep popping up in your browser or right. on that web page or whatever. And so there's ways to figure that out, like algorithms, I think is oh, the yeah. actual yeah. term. That's algorithms. how it sounds. Just learn that word, by the way, everybody, algorithm. <laughs> I know three big words, and that's one of them now. Um, and and so I feel like there's an algorithm where they they check through your friends, like the guys that you know, and then they put them up as their friends or that are mutual, and, and then they get you in. My mom's been hacked like nine times. You know, and it's always like porn. It's always like they post like really like sloppy porn pictures, and my mom doesn't notice it. And I'm like, Ma, I was like, ah, clear your wall. I was like, that happened to my mom, and my dad's a preacher, and my mom's like this little Southern Baptist conservative woman, and they just moved to a new church, and she got hacked, and they spammed all the new church members with big dick pics. Really? <laughs> wow. And my, my mom's like, hey, mom, you got hacked. She's like, oh, okay. No, you really need to do something about it. Well, I'll get to it when I get home. I'm like, no, you're sending out penis pictures to your new congregation. You need to take care of it. <laughs> but I think I'm good. I changed my password. People liked the fact that I said, sorry, I got hacked. Changed my password. Good. All right, so I'm now we're good. So, and now they're calling. <laughs> Tell me, how was playing the garden? Oh, uh, it was it was incredible. Well, here's first of all, we have to preface this. We oh, need, yeah, it's yeah, important it's, that we it preface sounds, this. Yes. Okay, like we're talking about social media. Okay, now, the power of <laughs> the power of social media <laughs> is right. very very strong, and it can always be like. And I feel like we you can mislead, not mislead. No, no, Mister. What is it? You explain it. Go ahead. I think social media is all about perception. Yes. So sometimes if you phrase something a certain way, people will take it the wrong way, which. I've I've had to learn this over the years. Like I uh, I was in New York <laughs> once, and I was below the NBC like Rainbow Room sign, oh, yeah. and I just put hoping to get a job here. 
people thought I was auditioning for SNL, and my feed blew up, and I was like, no, I'm like saying like in the future. It's not well, you you right never now. shut up about SNL. Which know, you're going to get, dude. Every every late night dinner conversation of me, me, Jeremiah, and Avery is just like, did you get your SNL tape? What about your SNL audition? I was thinking about doing this. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So the perception is very interesting because so we posted pictures that we uh, performed at Madison Square Garden. People took it as w- that we like we basically. Well, we did. No, we we did. did. Listen, no, we no, did. No, no. All right, you know, because now, listen, I I go, I see the direction you're going. <laughs> I am going to. No, we I'm totally spin did. It back. I'm going to spin it back into but our people. Favor. But I was going to say we people played, thought that we were headlining yes, with Burr, which we did not. We did not headline okay. with him so, his his set at, yes. at the Garden. Okay, so, so explain what that, what, ha- what what had happened what had happened was, was <laughs> um, we we did uh, we did the New York Comedy Festival mm-hmm. uh, at Gramercy our um, 2015 December. And Burr, it was like Burr, Hannibal Burris, Big J, uh, Eliza, and um, Mateo Lane. It was mm-hmm. it was an incredible show. Yeah. It, was, it was like one of the first real, like, hot, I hate to say hot shows, but it was like the first time the Comedy Jam had been on the road and we were like the number one show at that festival. Okay, like, cool. The, it was one of the hardest tickets to get because Burr had already sold out Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. And it also to have Eliza, uh, who was never, you know, Hannibal and, and, and Hannibal. Burr, all those was, guys on the same. It was line. a yeah, perfect storm because yeah. you know Eliza. We take we don't take Eliza for granted, but we see her all the time. But in New York, she's hardly ever out there. She's a huge draw. Like yeah, Eliza had sold out uh, Skirball Arena or theater, and so she was she was oh, nice wow. enough to do our show as well. Sure. Literally right after. She's great. I was uh, with her at the improv she's, last night. She's the best man, and and I'm I'm so happy for everything she's getting because I I think she's one of the funnier comics out there. Um, so. So that being said, we did Gramercy and Burr uh, had hit me up like a week or so prior and was like, hey, man, you know, I'm doing Madison Square Garden. How we should jam there. And I was like, yeah, it would be fun. He goes. And then like the next day, he's like, dude, I rented a drum set. We're going to set it up on the stage. And we're going to play. He's like, can you get the band to bring uh, amps and stuff? And I go, dude, I was like, they're not going to schlep them because we're, we're not bringing any of our amps. Like, sure. We're just bringing the instruments. And he goes, I'll rent everything. Yeah, yeah. So like, so we do Gramercy on November 13th. I think we showed up at like, because I just thought of something I can't wait to say about you. Um, <laughs> we show up at like, we show up at like, I think it's like noon, yep. right? Yep. Noon on the 14th Saturday, it's cold out and we go. Day of his back. show. Day of his show. Mm-hmm. We go in through the back, through the tunnels. They give us these wristbands and we walk up there and like Burr had rented this full on huge drum set amps for everybody. Right. And the roadies or the guys that were working the show I mean, had set up like mm-hmm. monitors and they just mic'd everybody, plugged us all in. And then we just started playing. And like there was maybe a couple hundred people like people were doing tours. Mm-hmm. People were all of know, Bill's team, like yeah. his publicist, yeah. his Dave manager, Becky, agents, uh, all that stuff. And I think Mike O'Brien, like all of his whole team was there. But there was like I'd say this. We played for a total of. Give us a number because I'm going to go way above what I'm going to say 50. I was going to say 400, but, <laughs> but I, I'm being We'll generous. go in the middle. We'll go 250. I'll go two. I'd say because there was that huge group of tourists that were like walk, on the tour uh, that yeah. came in and like we like all the songs we've done with Bill are very hard rock mm-hmm. oriented. Like we do like 
We do. And I'm going to get to it. Let me get to yeah, this know, point. Know, we do Motley Crue. We do right. Guns N' Roses. Uh, we do ACDC. We do everything. Sure. And we're just running through them, and we're playing like it's sold out, man. I mean, we're you should see the smiles on everybody's face. Oh, yeah. And they have us up on the Jumbotron. Like, uh, all oh, really? Stuff. Yeah, yeah. They were uh, shooting us. <laughs> Josh has a wireless mic. He's running through the empty aisles, yeah. like, through the whole arena. We're it's playing like, like it's we're playing absolutely. It like it's like we're it's sold out. Like right. at one point during the breakdown of Paradise City, where it goes into that like long like 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 Burr's killing it. Jay, the violinist slash lead guitarist, is uh is like he's got a wireless thing, so he's running through uh-huh. the arena. Which then I start running through the arena. So then we meet on the other side of the arena and just keep we just let that jam go on for like five six minutes. So then, and, and Jeremiah has his saxophone, right? None of these songs are like saxophone oriented, but there is no fucking way that Jeremiah is not playing at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, yeah. We do a fucking, like every song he's playing sax on. We did a, we did a Pantera song, Cowboys from Hell. Right. And he's like, okay, what key is that in? <laughs> and he's, he's, yeah, he is shredding it. We just had like the time of our lives. I played Highway to Hell uh, on sax. It was like, it was is, there, is there a sax solo in, uh, in this? In I love pigs? a sax player who can jam, man, because all the sax players I know can only play off music, off reading cheap music. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm into the year game for sure. <laughs> well, that's what everything the midnight snack is is literally like you know avery will play a melody and then you have to figure it out yeah like and he'll give him the key or whatever but it it works but we had like such an incredible time i mean it was it was one of those things that is like you know did we play Madison square square garden yes we did sure we played Madison square garden were there a lot of people were fourteen thousand people in there no Mm -hmm. but there was which is is almost a funnier story like it was back to the gills we did this like i know there's a you know between 50 like and a couple hundred people like (laughs) in and out on the tours and stuff like that but what was great what was great was you know bill one had a professional photographer Uh that took some incredible shots yeah but like to make it look like because dude they were doing the lights for us it's amazing this just wasn't they were like treating it they're like we might as well use this as our time to do like a dress rehearsal for Bill later this night, so they're like sure. making it, and they're like and they're spicing, <laughs> give, spicing it up a little bit, so spiced up. And then we took a picture of us like sitting on the stage. I mean, it's like the post show, and like you know, we just jammed, and we all got our arms around each other, and the way it looked, because the whole arena is dark except right. for us, right. It looked. It looked like we're we're in front of fourteen thousand people. Sure. There could be some there's some lights in the distance. Those probably cell phones taking photos <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> us. And and it's just it's one of those things. And then we we I post. Well, not I. All of us. Post. Oh, of course. We're, yeah. This is a picture that you have to get. You want to show. This is the thing. It's like this, man. Like there aren't many moments in my life. Well, not me rephrase this. There's not many moments in a lot of people's life that you're like so proud of that mm-hmm. you're like, wow, this is something that most people will not do. You know what I yeah. mean? And we 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 post the picture, and all I think all I put was, you know, uh, played Madison Square Garden with Bill Burr and my best friends, you know, and put the date yeah. or something like that. Or I think I just put, you know, Bill Burr and the comedy jam and the goddamn comedy jam and the date Madison Square Garden. And I mean, you're talking like. You know, couple thousand likes, and then everything's like, "You guys have made it!" Oh my god! <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, congratulations, yeah. which we did, and that is a congratulations moment. Absolutely, I fuck, yeah. dude. If I would have played the Capitol Center in Washington D.C. and I just would have opened up for my friends who were about to play there, that's this is like an iconic 
venue. It's Absolutely. Like, dude, when we played the Roxy, that that to me is an iconic venue. You know, where you go up in the the dressing room and there's a picture of Bob Marley and John Lennon getting high together. I mean, that's that, that's what's trippy about Madison Square Garden is before we walked on stage, we walked through the hallways, mm-hmm. and in the hallways they have every huge star that's performed there in the last how 50 years or whatever it is I mean, it's everybody yeah. it's, it's, it's 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 wrestling it's it's Muhammad basketball Ali. it's wow, boxing yeah. it's it's the biggest rock stars the biggest pop stars right. and they're all like these amazing photos and you're just walking around like whoa this is uh this is pretty heavy it's pretty it cool and, you know and and the coolest thing was that uh we we then you know we left for a little bit and and then Bill's like you know of course come back and we're we're literally you know side stage watching yeah. them, which is such a trip to see and also it's all of our buddies are with him Paul Verzi's opening sure. and Joe DeRosa and 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 then Bill like you know said one of the nicest things he's ever said to me which is like dude like you know I wasn't nervous at all like him and I'm very close with him and his wife mm-hmm. and. Uh, he never drinks before a show and he sat down and had like a beer prior to the show and Nia told me she was like or he told me he goes like she she said to him she was like why are you you're having a beer before Mass Square Garden it's a huge show and he goes nah, I'm just I'm relaxed and then later that night as we were at the after party Bill said to me he goes um, I said thank you for doing Gramercy and for everything today because it was actually on my birthday oh, awesome. November 14th is my birthday mm-hmm. uh, so if anybody wants to buy me anything um, so <laughs> he likes the that, Simpsons t-shirts <laughs> oh I know dude I'm obs- look I mean I've got the Simpsons tattooed oh, on my shit, arm oh shit I didn't even yeah. notice that I got I'm just obs- I'm, I'm obsessed with uh, can I get a picture of that yeah of course can I tweet it out with this is I got a tattoo recently <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen of my favorite Simpsons characters as Clockwork Orange characters um, oh that's cool I'm just I'm obsessed with, I watch right. the Simpsons all day long so we got you got, you got Homer. Homer, you got Homer, you got Ralph Wiggum, you got Moses Lack, Lack, and then my favorite Simpsons character of all time, which is uh, Agnes Skinner, uh, Principal, Principal Skinner's, Skinner's mom, mom, who is, she's just such a G. Right. But so, long story short, the, you know, Burr, I, I were at the after party at this bar a couple blocks away, and we're having the time of our lives, and Burr says to me, I say, thank you, and he says to me, he goes, no, thank you, and I'm like, nah, man, he goes, dude, do you understand, because of the jam the night before and jamming with you guys mm-hmm. during the day, I wasn't nervous. Like that, that stuff's nerve wracking. Right. Right. Playing drums in front of people and, and us jamming that it is. That's yeah. That's, it's, a, it's out of our elements. This we're all comedians. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's one of those things that he was like, dude, I, I've never been more comfortable for a show. Oh, awesome. And you're playing Madison square garden. Right. You know what I mean? Which I think is a comic. It's like, you know, I, I you know, anytime I play like, like upwards of like, over 500 i'm always like this is too big like, yeah yeah this is, i like like my favorite club is like the stand in new york because it's so small mm-hmm. and i love i love like the the or and the comedy store because it's just small looking mm-hmm. and the belly room is like really if you get a packed belly room that's that's perfect yeah. so so i just it, that meant more to me than anything to have him compliment yeah, that's me great and thank me and i was like dude it's like you, i got to play mad square garden on my birthday right it was just the best. It was my pinned tweet for a year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's it now? Huh? What's your uh, pinned tweet now? Maybe going to pay to regular at the comedy store. That's my pinned extra, tweet. Extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> yeah. So, hey. I don't know what my pinned tweet is. I don't. My, oh, my Your pinned tweet, tweet is sunglasses. sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> God damn it. You're like, that's a good deal. <laughs> and there's like a hunt. All right. Now I know what I'm doing this afternoon. We know what you're doing as soon as we leave. We, yeah. this, yeah. For some yeah. reason, this yeah. podcast is only 22 minutes. It was, <laughs> but we have more road stories. I don't give a shit. 
<laughs> Has anything gone wrong on the, with the technical issues on the road with the well, jam? Well, this is all right. I, I'm because I'll I'll talk about this part. I don't know if you were thinking about this too, but it's like we have it's a big show. Yeah, there's there's, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of moving yeah. parts. There's me. There's Jeremiah. There's Johnny Scortes. There is uh, Nick Libertor. On Nick Libertor. Uh, Jay Golden. Uh, Unforgiven. Yeah. Uh, Nick Libertor. There's Joel Rutowski and Jay Golden. Mm-hmm. And then keyboards, we sometimes we used to bring uh, a guy named Chris Norton, and but the band, the offers aren't huge at first, right? So and they're they're starting to get more money, but it's still like it's very it's a tough show, and we're there's a lot of us. So sure, we would go on the road, and uh, a lot of times we're doing festivals. It's one thing that story, that whole trip, that New York trip was was my agents were like, well, let's do some shows around the New York festival, right? So we were going to fly into uh, Philadelphia, do Philadelphia, have like a couple days off, Mm -hmm. do New York City, and then do Washington, D.C. And Joel, who is the guitarist slash bassist, he's kind of like the money man in the sense of booking Mm -hmm. the flights. He he works in production, so he does this a lot. He's the best, like... He's conscious of, yeah, he's conscious of finding deals and like needing us to save money in certain scenarios where otherwise we'd be like, "Ah, that's 50 bucks here. And then it's really adds up. It adds up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm very like, listen, man, I'm 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 a mess. Mm -hmm. Like even now with everything going well in my life, like it's like I'm. Like I still am like, oh shit. I was like, I gotta pay my taxes. And I like blah, blah, blah. it just I don't I forget things right. all the time. So Joel's great when it comes, like I said, to finding out, you know, about getting things organized. And we plan the trip and it's like we show up. I remember you weren't there yet, but we 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 plan the trip. Uh we're gonna fly into Maryland. Oh, you gotta tell that story about my mom. Oh, okay, yeah, get yeah, there, yeah. but hold on, wait, 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 we'll get, get there. there. But I just want to get this. All right. So <laughs> um so we we fly we fly into maryland uh baltimore because it's cheaper even though my mom lives in harrisburg we're planning on flying into maryland then drive renting a car Uh and driving to harrisburg pennsylvania and then drive staying the night getting a good night's sleep and then driving to philadelphia the next day um i mean the flights usually are like every time he's booked them for us it's like spirit airlines like the worst fucking flights. right right, we actually got like united or some shit we fly in and there's there's supposed to be like six of us on the trip mm-hmm. and Joel had reserved like a RAV4 <laughs> with instruments. Right, right. And like that was the car. And so we fly in, we get in at like 10, 10 o'clock at night and I'm like, dude, are you fucking nuts? And then, so there's that. And then after like two hours, they got us, they finally got us like an actual van. Yeah. And then we went and stayed with my mom, um, which then I'll, I'll give this to you. Uh, <laughs> this is yeah, so this is after we, we do some shows. His mom is like super excited and like is welcoming us all in on the road. This is after we've already done like some some already some shows on the road, and this is like the last leg of the tour. And this is after New York. This right? is after New York. This is after yeah. New York. So we're staying with with his mom. She makes us like this amazing like shrimp pasta dinner, and which like, Joel doesn't eat. Yeah, Joe won't eat any of it. <laughs> He's vegetarian. No, he does. He doesn't like shrimp. Oh, okay. Dude, there was a lot of we. We had a lot. This this trip was. It's like this, man. When you're, you know, it's like when you're struggling, you are. You know, a lot of us were. You know, like, dude, he would book flights. 
like not just fights. He'd book like what do they what do you call them? Uh, uh, Will you rent somebody's uh, Airbnbs? Airbnb. We stayed in an Airbnb in Philly that was so shady. Yeah, oh, dude. Really? Like in the <laughs> I mean, like my in crack goodness. town. Like like right, literally right. where like, like whenever you're walking down a street alone at night, but then you 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 realize you look around, and you're like, there's a reason why there's nobody out right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's not just happens to be like kind of late. It's like nobody wants to be out right now to save eight dollars. Oh, absolutely. Like, not yeah, yeah. to save hundreds. Like to right. save eight dollars. Like when we were staying in New York City, I was staying with a friend uh, on his floor. Because I wanted to stay in Astoria, which I love that area, uh, and they were staying in like Yonkers, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's like all the way in fucking, you know, the middle of nowhere. So it's like Joel will just book. Like I want to get back to this, but I want to stay on this point. Yeah, it's like when we we would we did Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. So excited. We're doing bumper shoot. Right. All the comics are staying at this one like hip hotel <laughs> like that I want to stay at that they even gave us a discounted rate right, on. Right. He booked us. I mean, we're in fucking like like we were probably like 40 minutes away from where the festival was. Like so yeah. there's it's in Seattle, yeah. but it's way cheaper than yeah. Yes, we're in Tacoma at the uh the is always <laughs> there for you <laughs> when you're hiding from the cops and you got to lay low for the night <laughs> La Quinta Hill is always there for you you can just put in any situation where you, <laughs> when you're cheating when you on your wife <laughs> and you need a place to go and fuck <laughs> La Quinta Hill is always there for you we riff, we'd had a riff sesh for about three hours with <laughs> La Quinta in anyway and we gotta add this before we get back to it Joel yeah. like so Joel would like <laughs> so Joel would like so you're asking yeah you're asking about problems problematic <laughs> things on, on this trip this is the trip where Joel's dying Joel right? I, so we we have uh, we shoot the special Joel mm-hmm. Also, he's got a baby. He's got a wife. He's trying to raise the kid, keep his job, and do the comedy. Sure, he's literally doing like work of two or three humans. Yes, we went to Montreal to do a week of shows. He Mm -hmm. brings his editing software. He is editing in the room every night, then doing rehearsals, then doing the show, going home, editing, going back to sleep, waking up, editing. It's like he's just trying to balance his life, which I completely appreciate. But at the same time, it's like, and that's why. You know, it's like we're working our asses off to get to the point where you don't have to do that anymore. And the day that he can quit, I'll be the happiest guy in the world. And we're getting close to it. Thank God. Um, dude, so he gets so run down that he he first he gets a headache when yeah. he's at home. And then his wife has to take him to the hospital. And he literally, like, is in the hospital for, like, two weeks. Like they- His body, basically, after it's all said and done, what they find out, <laughs> it, like, started collapsing on itself because he was overworking Jeez. himself. Wow. So. I mean, he worked. He worked like 40, he just overworked himself. Forty yeah. days in a row, like thirteen, you know, twelve-hour days of work, and then having a, a baby, you know, and and so he's and this is with performing. This is not just like, yeah, it's it's mixing like a normal nine to five type job with also like trying to like exude this rock star confidence on stage as the lead guitarist right. and bassist, and it's just like. It's and, a lot. And he's yeah. also built already like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. <laughs> like he's kind of got like a curvature in his back and like little like velociraptor <laughs> arms. Like he's a really weird looking guy. And he's he's got a weird body. Like he doesn't eat healthy either. Like, dude, that's the thing is like, on the road. Like you understand when we're getting ready for shows like I am. And this is because I'm a former addict. And uh-huh. I but even when I was like that whole this whole trip that we're talking about were not the Seattle one, but I was still using painkillers then. But I'm still like, even though I'm snorting an oxy 30 in the bathroom like i'm still eating a quinoa salad right right you know i'm very health conscious josh is still ripped i'm still ripped yeah because that's that's just the way that i am well you know heroin and drugs like that keeps you in 
into shape. So that being said, Joel is just not healthy. If there's queso dip, he's eating. Sure. If we're all eating salads, <laughs> he's eating the sloppy nachos. Right, like, right. That's just the way that he is. Yeah. Jeremiah, you're you eat you you you're right in the middle. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right in the middle. I'll do queso dip after the shows are done. <laughs> right. We're going to the airport. Yeah. But Joel eats crap. He's overworking himself. So right before one of our shows, he goes to the hospital for like two weeks. And then immediately he gets out of the hospital. He's like, dude, I want to come to Seattle. And I'm like, dude, you, you're dying. Like, you cannot come, man. Right. Yeah. So me and the band and everybody. And, we, and isn't this already after you, you said he couldn't perform he, on the, the local show in Hollywood? Yes. Yeah. He, it was he this got, bad. Like, he wanted to perform on the Hollywood show. And, and like the band made an executive decision. They're like, dude, we have to have someone fill in for you tonight. Like, join us like for the next one. It's no harm, no foul, dude. We need we, we need yeah. you to get better. It's we love, love. you. Yeah. It's we are protecting you. Yeah. Fuck the show. This is about life or death. I mean, to the point where this is how he tries to explain. He's like, yeah, Josh, don't worry, I can do the show. He goes, the only thing is, um, I've got a, I have an IV still in my arm. I need to inject myself. <laughs> <laughs> Three times a day with this serum. Yeah, come up with this whole Alice Cooper <laughs> yeah. type stage show. Yeah. yeah. So so he go, ends up going to Seattle with us, and he has to inject himself every day that we're there. And like we like we're like ah, I can't be that bad. And then like he unwraps his arm. We're like ah, you shouldn't be. What's happening? <laughs> like oh my terrifying. god. Like he brought his own like those like those like organ transport bags <laughs> like that had like you open it up and there's like dry yeah. ice in there and a heart. You're like, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he's like, yeah, hold on. And he's like clicking the thing to get the bubbles out. And I'm like, are you going to die? And he's like, no, I'm good. So what we're doing, uh, four non-blondes tomorrow. I'm like, fuck the song, dude. <laughs> like the serum was glowing. <laughs> we're like, what is this? So he, yeah, so he's got the serum in Seattle and, and he, his arm, one of the, he's already has weak arms in general. Mm -hmm. And this one arm just looks like a. He lost so much weight, and and that being said, all right. So back to <laughs> so that that was all that happened in Seattle. In that Seattle. was September so, so, in Seattle. So then we'll flash show. back to uh, November, November where uh, yeah, the year before when we're on the road. So we're staying with Josh's mom, <laughs> and uh, Josh is like super excited. You know, we're in like like his mom's house. It's great. So so we're like riffing, having a blast downstairs. We wake up in the morning. She just makes this like amazing <laughs> breakfast for us, and we're all like. Wow, this is the like you know Sweetest you feel like yeah, yeah yeah salt of the earth you right. you instantly you feel like wow like you feel the family love that that like was like put into the motherly love that's like put into the meal and everything because everything's like perfect this is her time to shine she's her time to shine. not be more excited like we stayed there on the first night and then we stayed there on the second to last night she's showcasing her meals right hundred percent dude <laughs> like everything's like yeah it's she, amazing I mean awesome. she's just like dude she had Nick as a drunk or drummer mm -hmm. uh, I don't care he's not gonna listen to this Nick's <laughs> a horrible drunk and like she did not care she was like you want this full bottle of kettle one he drank the whole oh, bottle geez. he actually asked my mom to too. I, I gotta say this he was like because he knew because i was like he well he likes drugs as well uh -huh. I, i'm sober now okay. that being said but at the time i was still partying and he he goes he says to my mom he goes so uh, he's complaining about her back hurting he goes so your back's hurting uh i bet they give you some pretty fun drugs <laughs> and she's like you know well, will they give me some norcos and some fentanyl and he goes could i have some <laughs> she's like no that's illegal and he goes okay <laughs> <laughs> He's like a hobgoblin. Like our drummer is like is like a hob fucking goblin. So perfect breakfast set out for us. We're all like getting ready to to sit down. Josh walks in the kitchen 
completely naked. <laughs> and he just but. goes, like, start, just butt naked. You're seeing everything. And right. he goes over to just, like, it's normal, like, to Nonchalant. fill his coffee. Yeah. Nonchalant. He's just walking through. All he's wearing is a Baltimore Orioles hat. <laughs> and he's just, like, naked. And, like, and then his mom goes, Joshua, what are you doing? <laughs> What are you, what are you, what are you, why are you naked? And he's like, what? You birthed me, mom. <laughs> it's not a big deal. She goes, you pull a lot of stunts in your day, Josh, but this tops them all. <laughs> and I'm dying laughing. Just dying and laughing. And she goes, Jeremiah, it's not funny. Don't encourage Joshua. <laughs> and, uh, and then I just, I just, you know, I sashay, you grab some bacon right, and go right. back. I thought that would, one that would be hysterical. And of course, like, I thought she would forget about it, but she still brings it it up um and she she keeps she, the band at the time uh was called the goddamn band now it's just the, uh the comedy jam band but also uh the two guys in the band are lmnop uh nick and joel started a band a long time okay. ago and you guys had done that that show in um, connecticut yeah i so went to they, new york to do press okay. and they went to connecticut and this is another like to to joel's credit he's like oh we can get in one more show we can right. make a little bit more money yeah, but yeah. They, all they want to do is make it's just, it's right. just maximize and i yeah, appreciate absolutely. that and, absolutely. and uh the club that we were at couldn't afford the actual production of the goddamn comedy jam so they did this like kind of weird knockoff version where it was like jeremiah watkins and comedy jam it was like like <laughs> it was like something loosely associated that i was like well, I didn't approve this, but okay, I guess right. this is happening. Um, I didn't even know about. I just, I just thought like they were just doing the house band. I yeah. mean, and it was so that's and that's what they did. They the, so they were the house band, and they had uh, they had three uh, comics basically, and I did like a half hour set at the end of of uh, the night, and mm -hmm. they'd be like the house band slash MC that would introduce us. And uh, so we were doing that in Connecticut while Josh is doing press and they're calling us and they're like, we just bumped into this celebrity and that celebrity. And we're like in the middle of Connecticut and nowhere. And we're just like, okay, was this worth the extra hundred dollars? Yeah. And, and, uh, and I mean, it's, it's, they, they, they kept talking about it, but then LMNOP, the two guys, like mm -hmm. they like to keep all their souvenirs. Like, didn't they keep there's that, a cardboard there's a, a giant cardboard cutout gigantic. that they put in the casino oh, really? like a life-size cardboard yeah. cutout and and they brought it they brought it and gave it to, they gave it to my mom, mom. <laughs> and and then my, it's she still has it and uh. she still can't she doesn't know how to say their name she thinks it's LMNOP, but she calls them elemenope because it's spelled out right even though my mom is like quasi like she's not she's so smart but like at the same time it's like so many things slip through the cracks like spelling or or this she's old you know and and so she's got this poster up and she'll post about him she'll be like congratulations to josh and ella minope you know <laughs> non-stop and it's i went back to visit we i did we did the kennedy center in june after the special taping and uh like in the garage like she has like an altar to to nick and joel like it's insane how much she loves them and that poster i'm like can you get rid of that She's like, no this is history <laughs> so when does the con uh series start of the comedy jam, it's the uh, comedy jam now. The right? God, well, yeah. So the uh, the comedy jam on Comedy Central starts March twenty second. It's Wednesday nights at ten o'clock. There's eight episodes, so every awesome. Wednesday we got the South Park slot. Uh, the network's excited. Uh, I, I'm, my buddy the, David Wilde's working on it. right? Yes, yeah. David was one of the, uh, the story editors. He's awesome. uh, he's the best, yeah, and fantastic. we had some great people that worked on it. Uh, Jeremiah Watkins, Johnny Scordis, the band, and then I mean Eric Abrams, the the Duffies. It was it was really really. Oh, and Joel Gallon, the director, mm -hmm. executive producer, and Comedy Central's been. They're so excited, and to be honest with you, 
like I liked the special. It wasn't my show. This is as close as we're gonna get televisually without actually doing okay. my show. It's something that I I'm I'm so excited for people to see this. Um, that I mean, it's it's I can't wait for people to watch this. Excellent, like, that's exciting. And they that's let great. Josh uh, interview um, most of the guests from the episode. Well, we did. No, yeah. we we actually what what was great was because like it was a, it was a battle to uh, get the way that I wanted. Sure. And and I completely understand it now. And in retrospect, a lot of it was ego. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was my ego, but also. So these people like, you know, that like Jeremiah and Avery and Johnny and the band, these guys, we've been working since day one at this show. And I want us all to get recognized. Now, the band's going to get recognized because they're on stage playing the songs. But me, Johnny, Jeremiah and Avery, like we we really like we need to be showcased and Comedy Central loves us. And so they were like, well, we want we see it this way for the TV show, but we want to give you guys your own post show. Mm-hmm. So we, with Jason Gallagher, we had our own mm-hmm. like post show, which is basically like a, a version know, of midnight a snack, bit, a version of the oh, midnight cool. snack, yeah. which oh, is, cool. which is terrific with Jeremiah on sax as co-host Avery on piano as co-host and me as like the lead front man, just interviewing the people that did the show with an audience. Right. And if, if there's musical bits, riffing, awesome. we sang with DMX. I mean, it's the best. And that's going to be awesome. on, that's going to be on YouTube and comedy central.com and, and probably like their Snapchat. And then we're all over their Snapchat starting in the next like week or so. Excellent. Excuse me. So no, I'm, I'm really excited for it. Well, cool. I'm your excited fans, for please you guys, listen, man. watch the show. Oh, I have such musical fans who listen to this show too. Oh, nice. Cause I host a uh, co- uh, music comedy podcast also. So yeah, I'm sure they'll, everybody they'll love it. I in. mean, we have, we have real musical guests like, and that's, what's cool is that, um, the surprise guests are pretty impressive. Yeah. For I mean, well, that surprises anymore. They're they're, they're, I was going to say, I heard we have, we have like, DMX, Natalie Maines, Kenny yeah. Loggins, Rob Halford. The, wow. the most magical thing was, uh, and I got a poster of this. Yeah. It's just the greatest thing. I already know is, uh, Burt Kreischer and Scott Stapp from Creed. It was like, you know, not to, not to talk about my buddy, Angelo Bowers, but everybody, if you're listening, I have a friend passed away, just watches comedy, Angelo Bowers. He's the best, but Angelo, you know, isn't with us, but he told me to kind of do this show. He Mm -hmm. was like, dude, do some with music. So anytime something beautiful happens, that's Ange. Right. And when Scott Stapp and, and Burt Kreischer sang higher by Creed, I mean, dude, it was just like the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen in my life to awesome. see the joy in that room. Oh, that's great. Yeah, just to see there <clears throat> like a lot of people like over the years like have talked mad crap mad. on Creed. Mad. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But when Bert started singing and even, and so it, it was already like huge high energy. But then when Scott Stapp came out, uh-huh. it became this magical thing where Anybody who ever like said anything bad about Creed was like crying. Like, We're sorry. <laughs> I don't know why we ever said it. Right, like, it was right. so. It was, yeah. it was. It was beautiful. It, 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 like I will not be surprised that this that out of all the clips and there's mm. a lot of viral you know potential. Sure, that clip will go viral. And I'll yeah. tell you right now, yeah. it, I think it it makes Creed. Creed will do a tour based off of this. I could, dude. It's like. It's just he. They're so good. Yeah, and it's one of those bands that. You, well, you forgot. You forget. Like people like make fun of them, and you're like, oh, "There's a reason why they got so huge." Like yeah. the songs are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and absolutely. Scott was super nice. He too. was the sweetest guy super in the nice. world, mm-hmm. and just you know, they're listen, man. So please watch the show March 22nd, uh, Wednesdays, 10 o'clock for eight weeks after. Absolutely. Yeah. You just kind of reminded me of something, What's and that? I don't want to go out on a downer here, but no, please. Uh, I'm still getting tweeted at the. I do have I, I do have syphilis if that's what you're asking. Well, all right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the first time I met you, 
I was thinking about this last night. The first time you still had a cast on your arm. That was yeah. It was it was oh, like that was, five six. That was almost six years. It was six years uh, in in January. In, oh, it was in, it was New Year's Day. It was no New it was Year's January third. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was. But, but yeah. So well, no January. Either January third or January fourth. Mm-hmm. It was weird because it happened at like twelve thirty p.m. Okay. But yeah. Do you want to tell what happened or? Um, well, like I'll say this. You it, well, Angela. I was in I was involved in a in a car accident. A uh, drunk driver hit me, and uh, we lost a, a really really special guy, Angelo Bowers, in that car accident. And uh, so, like I said uh, to all the listeners, we're actually March fifteenth. We're doing uh, I'm doing kind of like honoring him because it's right uh-huh. around his birthday, and his mom is coming to the oh, Roxy, sweet. and she's gonna be singing at the end. I'm so excited for oh, this. Oh, cool! Because it was it was like it was a very it was something where I kept in touch with her, but I you know the the it was just very hard sometimes yeah. mm-hmm. and i told her this to reach out uh post when, and when everything started really going well and that's when she wants to be involved and mm-hmm. and after the uh that we shot the special we, we reconnected and and i and i just told her how much i love her and, and she's just so excited and oh, so that's awesome we're gonna anything that happens in my life i want this woman involved in and like you know, yeah like i've already told my mom i was like mom you're over i was like i don't need you anymore i got <laughs> angie's mom um <laughs> And but it's great. So yeah. So just that's uh, you know Angelo Bowers clips are online. Okay, and people check can, them out. Can definitely check them out. Yeah. I had only met Angelo I think in this, that December. Did you really? Yeah. Oh. And wow. we did a couple of shows at the Ice House, uh, that stage two back there. He was and, just he's just the best. Yeah. The best comic, the best human being, and and I mean it's it's just so it's so unfortunate just because he would have out of all the success that Jeremiah mm-hmm. myself or you or anybody even if he just met you once. He would be more excited, and he'd probably be bigger than all of us at this point. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's just he would have been uh, a huge, huge, huge star. It's a real loss. Yeah, yeah he's. A, I, I still think that he's a, a big reason why. I feel like the L.A. comedy scene after he passed, uh, more people, and th- this could be in my head, but I feel like way more people hug each other. Oh, now for sure. Because Angelo is very big on, on hugs. Like if you tried to to like. You know, give him a high five or a shake or a pound or whatever. You'd be like, nah, man, come on, bro. Like, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. So, like, I I think that that's something you know that's like continued on. And he was like, just really like a light, like mm-hmm. in like a lot of dark places. And yeah, I, I think, and and also that that's you know, out of the the tragedy is you, we have to we have to cling on to something. You know, it's so when somebody's that special. To lose that kind of energy is is so difficult. So you have to find what's good about it. And I think by he always brought people together. Mm-hmm. Whether when we were starting off, you know, you're talking to, like you're talking about roads road shows. You know, we would drive down to like the shittiest places in like in like Tustin or right. like the city of Orange or just whatever the fuck it was. And I would complain that we're driving and performing in front of two people. And he was just like, "What are you talking about, man?" He's like. We're doing comedy. We're out here doing it. Yeah. Like this is great. We're on the road, <laughs> and that's a good perspective. Like you know, uh, to be able to to look back and 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 to, to be honest, like I said, the comedy jam came out of not knowing what to do anymore and saying, you know what, I, I don't care that I'm working a day job still. I don't care that people have passed me by. Um, I'm just gonna have fun, right, and enjoy this because I love it so much. And and that's what came out of the comedy jam. So as all the success was happening. The whole time I was like, eh, it's just I'm just having fun, man. Yeah. I'm just enjoying myself. And yeah. I think that that perspective is really 
uh, not only helped me, but it, I think it's helped Jeremiah and Johnny and and all the people that met him, like all the comics, Rel and and mm. Byron Bowers and and just Shevsky and Matty Goldberg. I could just keep going. Right, right. There's so absolutely. many people that were affected by this guy, and and I think it's definitely put helped put life into a much sweeter place. It's well, unfortunate that he had to pass for people to find some sort of happiness, but it's it's you got to take the good from the bad. Yeah, absolutely. And also, we can't, we can't go without talking uh, without plugging uh, the rest battle. Yeah, uh, check out Roast Battle. We just filmed uh, our second Third, season. Second? Yeah, we're waiting to hear back if we get to do more. I'm pretty now, sure. So. I think you will. Well, I hopefully, I think you guys are in. Hopefully, we'll we'll see. I think you guys are in. But yeah, uh, they have clips online. You can watch it like on Comedy Central and on their app and like on demand and stuff like that. That's a really fun show. Yeah. It's a really fun show. All right, you guys. Thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for coming great. across town, man. Thanks uh, so much for having us. For, Mark. Uh, uh, real quick, uh, uh, March. I'm so bad. March 22nd, Wednesday, March 22nd, 10 p.m. every Wednesday on Comedy Central. After that, yeah, and um, and then also we'll be uh, we'll be at the uh, Wild West Comedy Festival in okay. Nashville, cool. April 18th and the 19th. We'll be at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival, April 20th through the 23rd. <laughs> we'll be doing uh, a live comedy jam here at the Roxy on April 25th, and then we'll be doing. Clusterfest, the there first week of June with Bill Burr, uh, Seinfeld, Kevin Hart in awesome. San Francisco. It's going to be insane. And that's then there's going to be a lot more touring. Uh, Excellent. That's the only things that I, I can announce right now. All right, now. cool. Awesome. Actually, that's all I know. Add Josh Ademeyer. Oh, yeah. Add Jeremiah's stand up on social Ooh, media. There you go. Plug pluggy, right. pluggy, shluggy, shluggy. And add Murray V if you want a good deal on oh. glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle, baby. <laughs> Uh, real quick, May 4th tickets, uh, Jewel Box Theater, I think, go on sale this week for me and Tim Lee. Uh, March 23rd, uh, be at Oxnard, Levity Live in Oxnard. And uh, April 5th, uh, I'll be on At Midnight. Uh, yeah, yeah guys, man. Heck yeah. You guys should be doing it soon, I'm sure, too. Do crossover plugs. There's, there's talk, definitely, yeah. of, of me doing it. Uh, I've, I, you'll, you'll definitely be doing it very soon, I can tell. Um, I just want to do at uh, at noon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so bad at riffing. All right, hey, uh, open guys. strong, close. 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 That's how we do he, it. He had such a good. I know the, with the button. Sunglasses. And Josh is like, one more. We can get one can more. Can <laughs> All right, you guys, come see these guys when they come to your town, whether with the roast battle or the comedy jam or solo. They're hilarious. Thank you guys for uh, coming on. And thanks for listening, thanks, guys. Murray. You want to know about life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great, a bachelorette, trunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow, more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order man.